Welcome to the Crime Prevention HQ podcast, episode number two. I'm Jay Toth, and this is your headquarters for resources, tips, training, and content for the Crime Prevention Services provider. Whether you're a crime prevention officer, a practitioner, volunteer, community services officer, school resource officer, citizen observer patrol coordinator, a volunteer and policing member, a neighborhood watch coordinator or block captain, a homeowners association coordinator, president, or member, or you may even have a different title altogether. The bottom line is if you provide crime prevention services to your community, this program is for you. So let's get started with today's episode. On today's show, Did a Microsoft service technician really call me? I smell a rat. We do a lot of things at Crime Prevention HQ, but we try to focus on two main areas. The first area is using new social media tools like Twitter and YouTube and Facebook and Google Plus to help you spread your crime prevention message. The second thing that we try to do, we try to provide you some content that you can use to pass on to your community. And that's the purpose of today's show. I'm going to share some information on a scam that's floating around. In fact, it's floating so locally it floated into my home this week. Then later, we'll talk about ways that you can share this information with your community to keep them safe. Let's start today by playing the voice message I received at home earlier this week. Press 1 to speak to the Microsoft Certified Technician. Please press 1. Dear customer, your computer is at risk. We are receiving errors and warning messages from your computer. Please press 1 to speak to the Microsoft Certified Technician. Please press 1. How honored am I to think that Microsoft cares about me so much as a Windows customer that they called me out of the blue to help me fix my computer. And I didn't even know it was having a problem. Well, that's not entirely true. You see, I am a Windows user, and my computer crashes all the time. In fact, the blue screen of death is my normal screen color now. But nevertheless... I don't think Microsoft called me. In fact, as we research this scam and find out, it's pretty common. And that's why I'm sharing it with you today. Now, notice on the voice message that we listened to, the voice wasn't even human. In fact, it was a computer electronic voice that's used to read text off of a screen and translate it into audio. Could be a lot of reasons for this. One of the things might be to hide an accent or to sound more official. Bottom line is, was not even a real person calling. So what's the purpose of the scam? Well, if you heard, what they wanted to do was let you know that your computer had a problem and was sending codes back to Microsoft. And then Microsoft in this scam was so ready to help their customers, that they didn't even wait for you to call customer support for help. 
they called you out of the blue. Let's be clear. Microsoft is not involved with this except by name. They have no control over this. In fact, they've issued numerous press releases and warnings to their customers over the years, warning everybody it's not Microsoft calling. So we can't blame Microsoft for this. I can blame them for my real blue screens of death, but not this particular phone call. This particular scam is also known as the Microsoft impersonation scam, and it's been around a long time. In fact, at least since 2009. Now it comes and goes, and it varies on which country it hits. Sometimes it's uh, real popular in Australia or New Zealand or even Canada. Lately, it's been hitting close to home. Here's the first thing that you can do to tell your folks. First thing is realize Microsoft does not contact people out of the blue to tell them there's something wrong with their computers. So unless you've initiated contact to Microsoft customer support on your own about a computer problem you're having, just delete this email. Do not call back. Do not respond. In fact, that's why I encourage everybody to use call screening so you don't even answer the phone when these scammers call. The scammers running this fraud pretend that they're from the software company's technical support department when they telephone to try to get you to do one of two things. One form of the scam is they'll try to get the person on the other end of the line to admit that they have a computer problem or be scared that they have a computer problem and then pay for software to be installed under their computer to supposedly fix the problem. Two possible scenarios out of this, one or both of which are possible. First is, once these scammers get your banking account information or your credit card number, they'll drain your account. They may tell you it only costs $59 for the software to fix this, and then you find that you have several hundred dollars or even thousands of dollars deducted out of your bank account. The second part of this scam, which may or may not be connected to the first, is that you pay for the software, which is bad enough, and then they'll load fake antivirus software onto computer that does even worse things to your computer, like steal your banking account numbers, take all of your password information and send it to the scammers. It'll uh, install Trojans and viruses and malware on your computer that do all kinds of bad things. Now you're really in trouble. That's scenario number one. They're trying to get your credit card information or possibly load some bad software onto your computer. Here's scenario number two, and this seems to be a little bit more common. This is where the rat comes in. Once these scammers get a live person on the phone, they'll convince them that they have a problem with their computer, and then they'll give them instructions while they're on the phone, go to their computer, and access some of the settings that allows the software to receive remote access instructions. It's called RAT. A RAT, and R-A-T, is a remote administration tool. Now, I'll tell you that this is very common in enterprise environments such as businesses, very common in government installations, whether it's city or county, state installations, very common in law enforcement agencies. Your IT department, your information technology department probably doesn't make a trip out to your computer to fix it. The first thing most of us have uh, become used to is being asked for the IP address, and all of a sudden the mouse on the screen starts moving on its own. So that's what the scammers are looking at. They're asking for the IP address and to enable remote administration tools, RATS. 
And once that happens, the scammers are inside your computer and they can do anything they want to. One of the things that's very common is they will install software that will be a key logging device that will actually steal all of the passwords to your online banking, your email accounts, anything else that they might be interested in. So that's how the scam works. But what can you do with the information? Well, there's quite a few things that you as a crime prevention services provider can do. Number one, you can post the information on your own web page. You may want to put a link to further information such as Snopes.com. By the way, if you haven't tried that, that's a great place to check for scams, rumors, viruses, urban legends, anything else where you want to find out if it's true or false. That's Snopes.com, S-N-O-P-E-S.com. So you may want to post a link to uh, further information on that. You can always do a post on Facebook if you maintain a Facebook page. Tweet a link to your warning. And in that uh, tweet, you can put a link back to your either your web page or your Facebook page that contains the information. If your local radio or cable station allows, you may want to do a public service announcement. This is a great, great content for a public service announcement. A lot of people aren't even aware that this scam is floating around out there, so you can provide the information to keep them safe. When you do this uh, posting and this tweeting and this linking and this public service announcement, you want to make sure and tell people, Microsoft will never call you out of the blue. That's the first indicator that it's a problem. Second thing is, tell people not to answer these calls in the first place. Don't pick up the phone. Let the voice machine pick up the phone, screen the calls, and they will uh, stay safe from a lot of the scams that are out there. And when they do play the voicemail back, tell them never, never call anybody back that they're not sure about. And the number one most important thing, never, ever, ever, ever under any circumstances give anyone your banking or credit card information over the phone if you're not the one that initiated the call. I know we say this all the time, but it would just keep us out of so much trouble if we would just remember if somebody calls us, don't give them our banking or credit card information. We'll save ourselves a lot of time and trouble if we just follow that one important rule. Well, that's it for the Microsoft impersonation scam. Now you've got all the details to keep your community safe. Did I forget an important point, or is there a different variation that's happening in your area of the world? Let me know by just visiting our webpage at crimepreventionhq.com. In fact, all of the links, resources, and other information that I've mentioned on this episode are going to be available for you in the show notes if you just go to crimepreventionhq.com slash two. That's crimepreventionhq.com slash the number two. All of the links, resources, and show notes will be there, as well as an opportunity for you to leave a comment if there's something different that's going on with this scam or you have some additional tips that we didn't cover here. We're always looking to share information, so we want to hear from you. In the meantime, we'll be back next time with another scam, another tip, and some training information on the new social media tools that you can use to spread your crime prevention message. Stay safe. I'm Jay Toth for CrimePreventionHQ.com. 